Hello, NPR friends. A new day, new episode. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode number seven zero. Just take a moment and appreciate you guys' continued support of No Pants Required that continue to help motivate me to continue to, to do this podcast that I really enjoy. So in episode 70, I thought, how about I give you guys something back in return? Something that I think could be ultimate, ultimate value to you guys, which is the ultimate saving hacks. I got 10 of these joints for you guys, but before we dive into those, let's dive into the quickie. Today's quickie is all about the cake versus pie debate. Yep. If you didn't know, well, now you know. There's a legit very emotional, if one would say, debate with actual stats, actual polls and surveys that people have done over decades to talk about pie and cake. Seriously, I eat both. Not too much of a problem. But I did find this to be somewhat funny. So when it comes to the pie and cake debate, as I mentioned earlier, it's an emotional one for some. And as I mentioned, also, I found a poll well over 10 years ago that found 59% preferred pie, where only 41% preferred cake. Years later, a similar poll was taken, citing 52% for pie and 48% preferred cake. And I can assure all of you, it doesn't matter what those polls say. They're probably wrong. It's probably 50-50, to be honest with you. Who knows? It could be whatever percentage, right? I don't really think one can 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 offer us because there are different type of cakes and different type of pies that folks like and also dislike. And I do recognize that maybe folks out there who legitimately prefer cake over pie or pie over cake. So let me leave you with this little joke, which I found really funny. Pies are just way better than what a cake could ever be. Why eat a piece of bread with icing or some frosting on top when you can enjoy a dessert built for winners? Now, I thought that was crazy. I thought it was pretty funny. A legit smackdown in the war debate, if you will, between cake and pie or pie and cake, however you want to preference it. I might, you know, to be honest with you guys, I really enjoy both of them. There are certain types that I prefer over another. We'll not get into that on today's episode. However, I really want to know what you guys think about the cake versus pie debate. And if you truly are on one side or the other. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others.
as I mentioned earlier in the intro, I have 10 ultimate saving hacks for you guys today. And many of these, actually, all of these, I've actually tried at some point in life. So I can tell you they work. You just have to be willing to take a chance on them, right? You can also find these in the episode description. I provided the top 10 list. I also have a ranking system that I use with hearts, right? Because everyone loves hearts, right? Those little small red hearts. So I decided to add one heart or two or five, depending on different factors I may have attributed to a ranking for these ultimate saving hacks. So you can also find that in today's episode description. And I'll give you those as I go on. All right, so let's start off the episode with number one, shop bulk. So for great value, you know, whether you have kids or not, a large family, or it's just yourself, shopping in bulk can actually save you money in the long run. Obviously, we understand retail markups, different stores, different regions, different times of the year. Some products cost more. When there's inflationary issues or demands um, or there's a shortage or strikes going on, it can also increase demand, which in then turns, in some cases, can increase the cost of the goods. Well, if you buy in bulk, you're avoiding that, right? You're avoiding on the packaging costs and the shipping costs and the carrying costs or even the shelf life costs in the stores. You're actually buying more items at one time in bulk value. I think it makes sense not only for cost savings, but think about this. Think about when a pandemic first started and in America, we had a toilet paper shortage. Now, I'm not telling you guys to go out there and hoard and collect everything and just have a stockpile of everything in your home. What I am suggesting is that you do shop in bulk and stockpile on those items that you utilize, you or your family or yourself, utilize more frequently than others, right? And for me, that happens, you know, some cases like deodorant and toothpastes. To be honest, you know, I use a brand called Hello. And I may have detailed the whole journey before on a podcast about the deodorant and how I switched over to natural deodorant. And it took about three months for my BO to really get under control. And it was a little rough, but I went through it. And now I understand how to apply this natural deodorants to reduce the chemical dependencies, so on and so forth. Right. But I do have several units, if you will, of deodorant in my home to include toothpaste, several packs. Right. So when I run out, I simply grab another that helps because I'm able to buy in bulk and also saves money. And I don't ever have to really run out because I always try to replenish based on another item I have on a list. And I get to that in a moment. So for number one on the list, shop bulk, I give it the two hearts. Number two on the list, shop farmers markets. You would say, I don't live next to one. I would tell you to Google it. Look for the nearest you know, farmers market near you. If that means a weekend trip or a, a couple of hours drive, give it a try. It may be worth your while 
to purchase produce products that are naturally derived or made, for example, eggs. You know, you, you're getting them directly from the source, if you almost, if you will, without having to have, you know, additives or have something sitting on a shelf life for a period of time. You're able to buy that product more naturally, granted, depending on how those, um, you know, how the produce was, was fed, if you will. So I say, you guys, give it a try. You can definitely save money buying from the source because you are then cutting out the distribution channels in the middle. So you're cutting out those extra costs that you will find there. And you buy again directly from the source at a much cheaper cost than you would normally have if you go into a grocery store or um, a convenience store. So number two on the list also gets the two red hearts. Number three. You ready? You guys really ready? Hope you are. Number three, simplify your closet. I know we love things. We see things, we buy things. I'm gonna suggest you guys take a moment, hear me out, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Think about it. Do you have a cohesive look, a style, and or an approach in your closet? If you do, then you and I are thinking alike. So recently, um, we renovated our closet. It was um, about three years in the making. We, we talked about it, but we decided to just take the leap and do it. And it was amazing. Prior to the renovation of the closet, we literally had underwear and socks on the floor, like in little piles. It was a mess. Belts or ties, even my ties for work was literally on the floor in some cases in little, little neat piles, air quote, neat piles, but, you know, just didn't have any space. You know, those builder grades, those closets you get, you get that one U-shape uh, shelving unit and that's it. So you air quote have dead space at the bottom and dead space at the top. Well, with this new design that we 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 helped build, thank to thanks to the guys at the container store. And this episode is not sponsored by those guys, but I do want to shout out that they were really professional, and it really worked worked us through walked us through different options that we didn't really consider um, previously. And I definitely enjoyed the process. And so when we simplified a closet, we started getting rid of things that we just wasn't wearing. Literally. I think about six large trash bags of clothes we donated to the Goodwill. And it, A, it felt good getting rid of some of those items and being able to share with other people. But it was also the opportunity to buy a select group of items, if you will. So then I started to simplify athletic wear, jeans, dress shirts, if need be sweaters, hoodies, shorts, sweatpants, whatever the case was, but I was able to simplify and not just have bulk from everywhere. To be honest with you, I actually looked in my closet yesterday and found, I don't know how many pairs I have, but of the pairs of jeans and slacks and chinos I have, all but two were not from the same store. All but two. One I bought overseas in London. Another one I bought somewhere. Who knows? And I enjoy those two jeans as well. But everything else from slacks, chinos to jeans all come from the same retailer. 
And in my brain, I'm simplifying my closet. Why is that a thing for you guys? Because once you start to simplify your closet and choose a particular thing, you're not only purchasing, you're not only purchasing less items, but you also are purchasing a cohesive look. So you're saving money. You're not sporadic anymore and buying products from here that you see on Instagram or buying products or Shein, if I'm saying that correctly, <laughs> or any other mobile apps, right? And if you are, they are still within the same feng shui or style that you prefer to have. So number three on the list gets three red hearts. Number four, here's where the rubber meets the road. Regulate your spending. So the items I gave you above, now we're going to start to see how you implement those. Regulate your spending by doing, making a to-do list. And honestly, I do this in two methods. You guys may have other methods, but I can tell you these two methods truly work for me. So remember, many times I've said this on the podcast, those tabs I keep on my cell phone, well, help, cell phone and my computer, um, let's see. I think right now I have roughly, I have 66 of them open. <laughs> 66 tabs. And one would say, that's insane. And I would tell you, it's not. Because this helps me regulate my spending. So I'm not randomly just purchasing things. I have those tabs there to remind me of things I want to purchase or things I want to build or something I want to design on my own. It's all just idea generation, but instead of me going out there and purchasing it, I'm able to do research on it and take my time and decide instead of being an impulse shopper. Those tabs truly help me regulate my spending. The second method I use, I have actual wish lists. And these lists are all on Amazon in my Amazon app. And I have them categorized based off of home furnishing or automotive or um, like activities such as camping, um, indoor, outdoor things. I have uh, gift ideas, for example, just whatever different categories. And I built several of those categories. I see items. I hear about items either on television, Instagram, you know, maybe talk to some friends or family about it. And I just simply research it. I find it. I heart it, place it in one of those locations. And I'm good. Again, I don't have an impulse shopping problem because I'm now able to regulate my spending by controlling how I prioritize my spending. And I do that with those two methods. And I give regulate your spending five top rating here, five red hearts out of five red hearts. Next on the list, number five, take road trips. I said it, take road trips. So instead of flying, take the road trip. Not only is it rewarding seeing parts of the world or country, wherever you're going, you're not just jumping on an airplane and going to the destination. You're having adventures en route to the destination. You're saving money. In my case, I save a little bit more because I drive an electric car. And so to air quote, charge the car or fill up for some people 
it's not really the case, right? I'm there for maybe five, probably 10 minutes max in some places. Some other places is probably 30 minutes at a different location, depending on where it is and where's the next charging station. So I could take a road trip, which we usually do, I think probably the past four out of the past five years, we've taken a road trip down to South Florida and literally enjoy it. And we stop off in different places, sometimes in South Carolina, we stay the night. Sometimes we stop off in Georgia and we stay the night. Nonetheless, we've taken these road trips and we stay in different places just to get familiar with other locations. We go out to eat there. We just sightsee a little bit. We take our time. We visit friends en route down there. You know, it's just, it becomes an amazing time. And so we will often hear the comment, why not just fly down there? And I said, well, you fly down there. And for the amount of time we're going to be there, we have to rent a car, get a hotel, not at cost start to add up. And now we're not regulating our spending. We're not making ultimate saving hacks here. We just spending money. So we decide, take the road trip. You not only get adventures, but you also save money while away from home. It's a win-win. Number five on the list is take that road trip. And I give that a three out of five stars. Number six on the list, book budget hotels. Now, here's a disclaimer here. Got to be clear with you guys. It depends on where you're going and what you're doing when I mean book budget hotels. If you're going somewhere for a one night stay, such as your, um, your, um, in, I guess you're traveling somewhere. For example, that I just mentioned earlier, it's you're taking a road trip and you're stopping off for a few hours to get some sleep. It doesn't matter. Take a budget hotel, sleep there, wake up the next day, go on your way. Right? You don't need a bunch of amenities that you're not going to even use anyways. Also, you're going to, I don't know, an, uh, an event. Someone hosts a birthday party somewhere, right? And... You're literally only going to be there for one day or maybe even two days, right? But you're going to be doing so many adventures and activities outside of the hotel. Why spend a bunch of money on a fancy hotel when you're going to be there maybe for a few hours drunk and passed out on the bed? Really doesn't matter. Book that budget hotel. And I give number six on the list a three red hearts. Number seven on the list. About to save you guys some money here. Eliminate car washing services. Yep. I'm telling you guys, eliminate it. Now, granted, I grew up washing my own car because I was introduced to that from many members of my own family, from cousins to my brother, to my uncle, and my grandfather. Always washed cars on the weekends, particularly on Saturdays. And it just stuck with me. It's, it's actually therapeutic, to be honest with you. I do it and I truly enjoy it. Now, here's the deal. If you are out there paying for car cleaning services, and I think some of those now offer like these packages where you have these monthly services. I don't even know what they are because I don't even pay attention, to, pay attention to them. But let's just say you're paying like $29 a, a month, right? And you do that for one year. That's $348 at the low end. If you just pay for the monthly service, it could be actually higher than that, depending on what type of service you want. $348. 
that you're paying for car service or greater, when you can literally wash your own car for under 30 minutes for pennies of that. I won't say it's free because you obviously have to buy the product, but the products you buy could be $19, a one-time fee, or $12, a one-time fee. You have a few towels in a home. Hopefully you, you guys are using the right products and chemicals on your car. That's not in today's episode, but granted, you're probably spending $30 max. And now these products can last you for multiple years, depending on how often you wash your car, multiple years, as opposed to spending at minimum $348 per year on a car washing service. It's fun. It's therapeutic. It's a way to keep activity going for yourself to get out of the house, get some fresh air. So number seven on the list has a little bit of grit to it, but I still would give Eliminate Car Washing Services a three red heart stars or three red hearts. Number eight. Yes, you knew this was coming. Cut gym costs. I know. I know. I'm telling you guys to cut the gym costs. I'm not telling you guys not to work out. I'm saying to cut the gym costs. So I've been in my advanced age, I would say, been, you know, working out at home. Most of you guys should already know that by now. I actually built a home gym and I actually did the calculations. Um, it took me roughly if I was was to continue paying my gym membership at the rate I was paying my previous gym membership. I purchased all the products to include installation costs and products for the gym. It literally took me six months to pay it air quote off. And so that was, uh, I believe that was December of last year. Yeah, it was December of last year when I actually paid the gym costs off. No, I'm sorry. It was December of this year, uh, 22. Sorry. Yeah. December 22 when I paid it off. So now I'm in a, in the air quote green every month that I'm continuing to work out at home. It's free.com. It's free. And the beauty of it is I'm, I'm not as injured prone because I've also incorporated more of the minimal minimalist type of workouts. I've added that into my my repertoire of workouts and it's great. I even have friends to and family to even come over and work out with me. And I've done some research in there and it, you know, we all know you have a partner and a friend there to help you with workouts. It's, it's even greater success rates, right? To keep you going. And I enjoy, I truly enjoy it. You know, I kind of get in my own zone. I could do the work for 45 minutes to an hour. I get it in and I'm getting it out and I'm saving a lot of money and I'm continuing to do my workouts. So number eight on the list gets four mini red hearts. And the only reason it wouldn't because it gets cold sometimes. <laughs> get a five. It gets a little cold. So number nine on the list, take advantage of sales. Now, do you notice already a theme about ultimate saving hacks in this episode? I'm really trying to get you guys to save money, but I'm giving you options and ways to help to achieve that. And number nine, truly, truly 
is one of the items that can help you guys. So remember when I talked about number four, regulate your spending, and I talked about those tabs, some of those tabs, I purposefully wait until I see sales. Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales, ready for this? Holiday or vacation sales. Whenever you see a sale, depending on the products you're looking to purchase, right? Televisions, granted, that's usually always Black Friday or Cyber Monday sales. If you can wait that long to purchase one, I would say do so. Um, but usually around the holiday timeframes or vacation, depending on the country you live in, you know, it, you can look for those type of sales and bargains. And I'm not talking about 15, 20%. I'm, I'm talking 35, 40%. That's what gets me in the door. You see those type of percent off on a product. You start to think, well, this is probably the regular price for the items, right? They're still making profit here, but why pay 30, 40% more doing any other time because you're spontaneously purchasing things. You are focused and you are waiting for the right deal to happen. You still get what you want. You're just waiting for the opportune time to make that purchase. So number nine on the list is take advantage of sales. This one gets four red hearts. And number 10 on the list, you guys are gonna be shocked here. Invest in a slow drip coffee maker. Not only does the slow drip coffee maker uses zero electricity, you have to worry about plugging it in. Only thing it would use, depending on where you are, is either gas at your home or if you're out camping somewhere, a little effort to start a fire. It's simple, cost effective. So let's say your total investment for your dripper is 20 bucks. And let's say you buy a pack of coffee on a low end for $4. And for this example, it's a total of $24 for about six months. Again, depending on how often you drink coffee and the type of coffee connoisseur you may be, you're looking at about 24 bucks all in, let's say for about six months of drinking coffee. In my case, I don't drink it that often. Take a little iced coffee. Sometimes I actually put it in my smoothies. You may, you guys may have seen that on one of my reels on Instagram. If you haven't, check that out. It's really tasty. Um, but think about buying Dunkin' or Starbucks coffee. I'm gonna give you a range. $3.50, maybe on the low end, if you're not adding any additives. It's just straight black coffee, which is how I drink mine. Or you have a little other items you add in there. And it may cost you, in this case, $5.50. I did the math for you guys. That's $455 on a low end or $715. And this is air quotes on the high end for six months of potential savings. So if you buy coffee every day, five days a week, 26 weeks in a row for for six month period, on a high end, you're looking at $715 of spending. You take away that $24 investment and you now save yourself almost $700 by buying a slow dripper. Granted, as I said before, I'm not a big coffee drinker. 
it may go weeks or even months before I even have some coffee. But there are times where I need some in the morning or for a workout. Um, so I may take a little bit of uh, straight black coffee on ice because I don't like it hot at all. And so whenever I do, I usually, like I said, drink it that way and I don't put any additives in it. It is straight savings. It has been a game changer. So for number 10 on the list, invest in a slow drip coffee maker. This is this receives obviously outside of number four. This one received the most stars or hearts for me. Five mini red hearts. Telling you guys, take a step back. Understand why you're drinking the coffee. You really can save yourselves a lot of money. I really hope you guys enjoyed this list. This is the ultimate saving hacks list. I'm telling you guys, it will save you some time and money. Also, it may give you a different perspective depending on which of these 10 that you look into. And I'm asking you guys this question. Are you willing to take the challenge by trying some or all of these ultimate saving hacks in today's episode? Let me know. See me in passing. See me on Instagram. Let me know. Okay, friends. Good chat. Until next week, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace.